I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, it's Leanne Spencer. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. This is an insight show where I talk to you about an idea or some inspiration or a concept that I thought about recently or had suggested to me recently that I think will benefit you. And this week I'm talking about the 10 winning philosophies for optimal good health, fitness and well-being. Now these philosophies we repeat at the end of every single section of the coaching programs that my company Body Shot delivers. These are winning philosophies that we've seen work again and again and again with clients when they achieve success, however they define that, because that's a very personal thing. And I want to talk you through these because I think they apply to anyone. And if you follow these principles, you are very likely to be successful. And ultimately, I guess if you're listening to this podcast, that means you want good health, fitness and well-being. So let's get straight into them. Number one is to see yourself as a business athlete. Now, what I mean by this is an athlete. Let's take Serena Williams, for example, one of the most decorated athletes of our times. What she won't be doing is maintaining, if you like, Grand Slam fitness all year round. So she won't be Wimbledon fit and ready all year round. Now, the tennis schedule is very punishing and she's a professional. So, of course, she's not yo-yoing like, for example, some boxers do. But she will not be maintaining peak fitness. And why is that? Because it isn't possible to maintain peak fitness. So she will be ebbing and flowing in terms of her fitness. She'll be getting ready for a Grand Slam, going as far into that tournament as she can, deloading, prioritizing recovery. So that would be massage. It would be seeing her family. It would be doing more gentler exercise sessions, recovering, letting the nervous system bounce back, and then getting herself into peak fitness for the next tennis event. Now, as individuals, we don't tend to do that. Almost everyone I know, including myself when I was in the city, think that we have to be at peak performance all year round. And that is why we're starting to burn out, to fall out of love with life and with our jobs and generally struggle to maintain good well-being. So see yourself as a business athlete, deload, take time off, recover. If you've had a particularly intense period of work, take something out of your schedule for the next few weekends and allow yourself to bounce back. So that's winning philosophy number one. Philosophy number two is small incremental changes can have a big impact. This is the principle by Sir Dave, Dave Brailsford, who headed up Team Sky. And he, he had this principle of the aggregation of marginal gains. And I kind of borrowed that idea. Little things, his theory was little things like a 1% increase in sleep, a 1% decrease in physiological stress, 1% increase in, in nutrition, ended up having a, a net effect that was far bigger than just the 1%. And that's exactly the same for you in anything you do. Look for small incremental changes because they will have a big impact over time. Prioritizing consistency is philosophy number three. What's negotiable, what isn't? So for me, what is absolutely non-negotiable every day would be meditation, movement, and vegetable intake. 
They're the three things that I do not compromise on every single day. Now, there's other stuff I may have to compromise on ultimately if the proverbial hits the fan or I just can't get something done. But those three things are non-negotiable for me. And I think this helps with consistency because it isn't around what you do intensely. It's about what you do consistently. And being really clear on the stuff that doesn't get squeezed allows you, I think, to be more realistic in terms of your daily planning. So that's number three, prioritize consistency. Number four is to think holistically around the six signals. So for those of you new to this concept, the six signals is our unique methodology that is an interconnected health model. So the six signals are sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We start with sleep because it's the force multiplier. Really hard to talk to you about mental health or energy or digestive health if you're suffering from poor sleep. You just won't have the energy or the bandwidth or the headspace. But what I mean by thinking holistically around the six signals is that we're all very, very interconnected. We know that digestive health is heavily influenced by sleep. We know mental health is heavily influenced by sleep. We know that sleep can really influence body composition. So everything is connected. So it's really understanding that and not looking at things in isolation. Philosophy number five is there is no one size fits all. Personalization is the key. So the future trend of fitness, and we're already seeing it today, will be around personalization. The old one size fits all approach to diet, you know, worked really well for me. I did Atkins, I lost, lost three stone, you should try it. Well, maybe that will work for you, but maybe it won't. And there are tests around now, they're a mainstay of my business that help you understand what your genetic potential is, for example, what your ideal diet type is according to your genes. You can then match blood work and gut tests to get a really, really good blueprint for healthy eating that is all about you as an individual, no one else. And I really think that is the sensible way to go. It saves you time. It potentially could save you money, but ultimately it saves all that frustration and that failure fatigue that you get when you keep trying something and, and it doesn't work out for you. So personalization is key. Winning philosophy number six is to take yourself into your discomfort zone. Now, I'll just caveat that by saying that if you're chronically stressed or your nervous system is very strung out or elevated in a sympathetic dominance, this isn't a good idea right now. But at the appropriate time, with the appropriate type and intensity of challenge, this is a very powerful way for boosting resilience, for boosting your confidence and for really energizing yourself. Now, I try and do this in a big way a couple of times a year. This year, I've done the Bear Grylls Extreme 5-Day Survival Challenge. I've also done the Arctic Circle Race, which is the world's toughest ski race. Two massive things, particularly the Arctic Circle Race, that take you way into your discomfort zone. Now, if you're up for that, that's great because it's really beneficial, but that is quite extreme. So other examples of this might be you're single, you're lonely, but make an online profile and go online dating. Set yourself a target of a date a week or a date every fortnight. It could be learning a new musical instrument. It could be learning a new language. It could be doing your first couch to 5K or your first park run or going to your first boxing class. It could be anything at all like that. And sport is a really good way of doing this. So providing your nervous system can withstand it at this particular point in time, take yourself into your discomfort zone and grow and develop as a person. Number seven is to practice heartfulness to achieve optimal balance. Heartfulness is all about reconnecting with something you used to love, but don't have the time or have just lost contact with. So for example, for me, playing tennis was something I've always loved and I reconnected with that a few years ago. The other side of heartfulness is doing something that takes you out of self. It's something that's all about other people or other things or a cause that's bigger than you. 
So that could be volunteering, for example. It's just, it's giving without the expectation of getting back, which can be very energizing, very empowering. So that's number seven. Number eight is to prioritize recovery opportunities every single day. And recovery could be putting your feet up for five minutes, having a long walk, a short walk, spending time with your pets, spending time with your children. It's whatever it is for you, because it's very individual. But the main thing about it is that it is an opportunity for the nervous system to recover and to go from sympathetic to parasympathetic dominance. And it's important to do that on occasions all day. It may not even feel like you're relaxing. I'm not saying you book a massage in the middle of the working day, but you just take an opportunity to breathe and disconnect for a few minutes. Number nine, be gentle. If you have a bad day, just start again. This one's really important. You know, not everyone, certainly not me, does the right thing all the time, but you need to do it just consistently. So you do the right thing 80% of the time, but sometimes you'll get derailed. Sometimes you'll just fail at whatever you were trying to do and that's okay. Just draw a line under it and start again. It's worth maybe having a quick look back. What lessons could I learn? Other than that, forget it, archive it, move on and start again. And the last one is arguably one of the most important ones. So winning philosophy number 10 is don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it. I don't always do a very good job of this. A lot of people I know don't do a great job of this either, but there is nothing wrong with asking for help particularly if it's around well-being, because it's so crucial to the success of everything else that we do in life. So if you find that you're not doing too well on something, you're struggling a bit with your sleep, with your mental health, or you're not feeling very energized, whatever it might be, just ask somebody for help. And on that note, the first core value of my business is to help first. So if you would like some help, some advice from us, there is a hell of a lot of content that we give away for free. And I'll link to all of this in the show notes. We have a Facebook page where we frequently publish interesting and engaging content. There's this podcast, of course, go back through the the catalogue and listen to other episodes. If you go onto our website, which is bodyshopperformance.com, click on the menu bar on the top right hand corner and you'll see a search bar there. If you put sleep into that search bar, for example, it'll pull back all the written and audio content we've ever produced and video content on that particular topic. So there is a lot of stuff that we give away for free. And lastly, there's our health IQ quiz. Go on the website, bodyshopperformance.com, click on take the test and you'll get taken through to a test, 24 questions on those six signals, and you get a free, highly personalized report at the end of that. So lots and lots of stuff that you can have for nothing. If you've got any questions, you can email me personally at leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, at bodyshopperformance.com and I would be delighted to help you out. So that's it. All the best. They're the 10 winning philosophies. Follow those and you are pretty certain to do well in whatever it is that you're attempting to do. Thanks for listening. Please jump onto iTunes, share the episode, subscribe, rate it. That means a great deal to us and I will talk to you next week. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.